Let's turn our Bibles this morning to the book of 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 this morning, 1 Corinthians chapter number 1. And I've got much to get to this morning, and so I'm going to get right into the reading of the Scripture. i got a little bit uh, lengthier passage than I normally read on Sunday morning, and a little bit longer outline than I normally have on Sunday morning, but fret not, I will let you out on time. I'm just not telling you what time that is, but it will be on time. I know I want to get to this message this morning and trust that the Lord will uh, use it. First Corinthians chapter number one and verse number 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize. Of course, the apostle Paul is writing uh, to the church at Corinth. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews... Require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. In base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, in things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of whom are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom in righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written... He that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. I want to use this passage of Scripture, but I want to draw your attention uh, for our text this morning to verse number 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. This morning, I want to take that phrase, the foolishness of preaching, and from that draw my message this morning. There are some things that God has established that is His plan, His way. There is a plan of salvation. It is Bible salvation. You cannot get to heaven any other way but that which God has decided you can get to Him, and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. As the church today, there's a lot of opinions about the church, but let me tell you, there's only one opinion that matters, and that is the opinion of God and the founder of the church, the Lord Jesus Christ. There are a lot of methods in the church this morning, but they are not the methods that God has chosen in this day and in the day that we live in today, the foolishness of preaching. Father, I pray this morning that you would use your word as you see fit. I pray that the Spirit of God would speak to our hearts. May we be reminded of some very important truths this morning. Uh, May we be reminded of uh, the role that preaching plays in the life of every believer. Father, I pray this morning uh, that if there is one unsaved, may they trust Christ today. But Father, I pray that every child of yours, every Christian will be reminded uh, of the priority 
of preaching. <clears throat> Father, I pray that your will will be done, for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We live in a day when the average church exists with having little effect on the world around it. We live in a day when the average church exists without any power. We live in a day when churches are literally being filled with the lost, and the lost are comfortable being lost. We live in a day when our nation is in decline due to a decline in righteousness. We live in a day when debauchery is on center stage, and those that do not embrace or accept the lifestyle of paganism, they are the enemy and the odd ones. Why is our nation in such desperate times? I'll tell you why. Because there's no preaching. Why is the average church a self-help session or judged by its entertainment value? I'll tell you why. There's no preaching. Why is the average Christian weak in the faith, have a poor testimony, and sheds no light in a dark world? Well, the answer is simple. There's no preaching. God never instructed the church to entertain. Well, that church doesn't entertain me. That's not the purpose of the church. He's never instructed the church to entertain. He's never even instructed the church to debate. In 2 Timothy chapter number 4, Paul writes again, Preach the word. In a day when there is itching ears and there are a day when those desire just the quote-unquote teaching of the word and, and they, they want to live in a day of entertainment, the, the words of God still ring true and are more relevant than they've ever been. Preach the word. The quote-unquote pastor of today is a glorified cheerleader or life coach while they sit on their stool, dress like the world, live like the world, and have no effect on the world. You may refer to these wannabe hipsters as down to earth or with the times, but you would never confuse them with being a preacher. We must be reminded that it is the foolishness of preaching that God has always blessed. We must be reminded it is the foolishness of preaching that God continues to bless. God said it is by the foolishness of preaching. Paul